Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen to it, Fizz. Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold distress. Alka-Seltzer presents the Quiz Kids. Attention, Quiz Kids. Listen carefully. Here's today's first question. Name a very outstanding man who was a PM and is now an MP. Well, maybe that first question is a little tricky, friends, but you'll get it. Keep working on it while the children here in school think it over, and we have roll call. And here they are, the quiz kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. We're happy to mark so many of you present in radio's famous classroom of the air, for this is a very important day in school, the day when we'll announce the winners in the fourth annual Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest. Dr. Paul A. Whitty, professor of education at Northwestern University, will make this exciting announcement, which teachers and pupils all over the country are eagerly awaiting. And we'll have the pleasure today of introducing to the Quiz Kids and all our listeners the student who wins first prize in our contest. But questions come first, Quiz Kids, so let's have roll call and get busy. Joel? I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm 12 years old and a freshman at Roosevelt High School. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 11 years old and I'm 7A at Fort Dearborn School in Chicago. Naomi? I'm Naomi Cooks. I'm 10 years old and in the 7B at Grover Cleveland School, Chicago. David? I'm David Freifelder. I'm 13 years old and a freshman at Waukegan Township High School in Waukegan, Illinois. And Richard? I'm Richard Weisler, and I, this is the last time I'll be able to say I'm eight years old. <laughs> I'm in the fourth grade at the University of Chicago Laboratory School. All right, Richard. Well, we hope you have a very, very fine birthday. Now let's see if you quiz kids have an answer for your first question from K. Ed Beesbarth of Staten Island, New York. Name a very outstanding man who was a PM and is now an MP. We have three, two hands up. Joel's hand was first. Well, that'd be Winston Churchill. PM is prime minister, and MP is a member of the British Parliament. That's right, absolutely. Well, how do you like that? 
Well, we're off to a flying start. Now, we'll get a little flavor of spring into our classroom with this question from Anna M. Lynn of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now, if you quiz kids miss the question, Alka-Seltzer will send Anna Lynn one of those magnificent Zenith radio phonograph combinations that's set with two cobra tone arms, one for regular playing records, and one for the new long playing records and two FM bands. So we'll see who wins. I shall read you the first line of a poem... And you children are to tell what is mentioned in the poem that suggests spring. Here's the first. I think that I shall never see. Patrick? Well, that's uh, trees, and that's a tree, and of course the trees come out. That's right, uh-huh. And uh, I uh, think there's uh, Pat? Well, also there, uh, there says uh, poems are made by fools like me. And, of course, you see uh, poetry comes in in spring. <laughs> yeah, that's everything right. that rhymes with spring. Yes, and then I, I was thinking also of the robins mentioned in that uh, poem, too. All right, here's the next one. I wandered lonely as a cloud. Naomi? Well, that's the da- daffodil, so, of course, it would be flowers. You always see daffodils in the spring. That's right. Very, very good, Naomi. Well, say, <laughs> Anna Lynn does not receive the big Zenith radio phonograph combination for her question because you children answered it correctly. But she does get a radio. Oh, yes, sirree. That fine Zenith portable radio in a handy luggage case. Now, this is always the reward when a question is used on our program. So, friends, send in your questions to Quiz Kids Chicago and see if you can win a Zenith radio. Mr. Robert Schaefer of Sayreville, New Jersey, offers us a little fun with his question. If you could have presented each of these men with a dog, what kind would have been most appropriate for each? First, Christopher Columbus. What kind of a dog? David? Well, uh, a seeing-eye dog if you wanted him to see the new continent. Well, that's a good answer. And uh, Richard? Well, he could uh, use a Newfoundland uh, Newfoundland dog. A newfoundland. That's right. Yes, sorry. Good boy, Richard. How do you like that? Eight years old. Hey, that was fast. I had to think about that. Yes, sorry. Well, how about Bill Odom? Bill Odom. What kind of a dog? Bill Odom. David. Well, uh, he made the speed record, and the whip it is supposed to be so fast. It's supposed to be the fastest dog in my life. That's right. Uh huh. And Naomi. Well, you could give him a greyhound. That's supposed to be uh, almost as fast as a whip. Yes. And, uh, uh, Joel, what were you going to say? Well, um, yeah, I, he uh, has a big plane, so he needed Great Dane. A Great Dane, uh huh. Or a plane, P L A N E dog, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, before we take up this next question, children, here's Bob Murphy with a bit of verse. A bit is right, Joe. In fact, just the first line. Remember, friends, it, it goes like this April showers. Bring May flowers. Well, that may be true enough, but those same showers can contribute to the colds that some folks get during the month of April. So it can pay you to take care. And if you should get caught with a cold, take Alka-Seltzer. Yes, remember Alka-Seltzer's ABC cold comfort treatment. Here's the way it goes. A, Alka-Seltzer. Take it for fast, effective relief from the ache all over, feverish feeling of a cold. B, be wise. Beware of chilling drafts. Be sure to get more rest than usual. And C, comfort the sore throat caused by your cold. Gargle with Alka-Seltzer. Try the easy, pleasant Alka-Seltzer ABC cold comfort treatment if a cold is making you miserable, friends, and just see how much better it can help you feel. Get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore. And remember, that extra package on the side keeps the household 
well supplied. Here we go with more questions, quiz kids. Dee Dunley of Pasadena, California, has worked out a musical question in which the title of each selection you will hear mentions a hall. Now, you are to identify the music and tell where each of the halls would be located. You must get two out of three on this to score. Listen to the first one, which Howard Peterson will play for you. Patrick? Well, I was thinking of something else. All right, Joel. Uh, that's in the hall of the Mountain King by Grieg, and, uh, well, the, that w- hall was in the Pyrgin suite of music. Yes, and where would the hall be located? Uh, yeah, well, it what, was uh, supposed to be in the middle of a mountain. And uh, where would the mountain be? Uh, what in country? Norway. In what? In Norway. Norway, that's very, very good. Now, try this one. Patrick? Well, that's the harp that went through Tara's halls. Yes. And so Tara would be in Ireland, of course. Oh, naturally, yes, sir. So it was that. Ah. Yes, that it would, that it would. Ah, uh-huh. to be specific in uh, uh, County Meath, Ireland. Mm-hmm. And here's the last one. Patrick? Well, that's I dreamt that I dwelt in Marble Halls, and that might also be in Ireland, too. And it well, might be in England. Uh, the what? It might be in England. No, no. Uh, Joe? I think it'd be in one's imagination. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. Uh, there's a specific oh. locale, uh, Pat. That's in heaven, isn't it? And no, no. Mm-hmm. Not in this particular case. That's from uh, the Bohemian girl. So, uh, Pat? See in Bohemia. That's right. <laughs> yes, sure, it certainly would. Well, we only asked for two out of three on that one. You scored very nicely on it. Natalie Conrad of Hollywood, California, points out that there's usually a favorite tongue twister or two that school children like to try on each other and have a lot of fun with. And just to keep the older generation up to date, she would like to know what current tongue twisters are making the rounds. Could you try out one or two on me, maybe, huh, Patrick? Well, uh, there's Round the Rugged Rock, the Ragged Rascal Ran, and the Big Black Bug, but the Big Black Bear. Uh, what was that last and, uh, thing you said, Pat? The Big Black Bug, but the B- Big Black Bear, and then there's... That's what I uh, thought. A cup of popper coffee and a popper coffee, coffee cup. Oh, that's a dandy. I wouldn't try that myself. Oh, huh. That's very good, Pat. Uh, Naomi, do you have one? Sally Simpson sold 70 she- seashells on the seashore sands. Oh, say, that's a dandy. How's that go again now? Sally Simpson sold 70 seashells on the seashore sand. Sally Simpson sold 70 seashells on the seashore That's the way I thought it went, uh-huh. And David? Well, uh, some of the hardest ones to say are the real short ones, like blue blood, blue blood, bad blood. And uh, when you uh, say it real fast, you can, can't tell what you're saying. You can't. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, all right. And Naomi, do you have another one? Yeah. Tiny Tommy Tingle tried to twist his tiny tongue tightly. <laughs> well, how do you like that? <laughs> that uh, that's all right. That's good. And Pat, you have another. Well, there's Katie Clattered candy cans. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm, if you can say it. And uh, Joel. Many 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 Mexicans made magnificent muffins. Yeah, hold Now, I think we'll close with that one. That's really a dandy. Yes, sirree. I'm sort of glad that I didn't try those. I'd probably end up on the floor. <laughs> well, this next question here from Maud Rollins of Chanute, Kansas, is plenty tough, kids, because it requires you to know the names of United States representatives. 
You will hear three sound effects, and each one should suggest the last name of a representative. And let's see if you can identify. Here's the first one. David? Well, that's uh, an automobile. An automobile, one? so? Uh, a car, meaning car. Uh, well, uh, we're on the right track here. Patrick? Well, that's Ford. Ford, uh, Representative Ford Michigan. of uh, Michigan, that's right. Uh huh, Gerald Ford. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, now let's see what we do with this next one. That is the sound of David? I don't know who it is, but that's thunder and rain. It's a storm. No, pretty close to it, though. Let's have it once more, if we can, uh, please. Just the... It's more of a, a boom uh, than... Uh... Naomi? Would that be a gunshot? Well, yes, uh, so to speak... Uh... What kind of, uh... <laughs> Pat, now don't fall well, off the... That might be Clarence Cannon, Democrat from Missouri. That's right, it was a cannon, huh? Clarence Cannon of Missouri. <laughs> well, we, uh, we took a little time on that, but we finally got it. Now, this next one, kids, could be either a member of the Senate or of the House. Listen. Naomi? That sounds like someone typing. That's just what it is, a typewriter. Pat? Well, it might be a telegraph, and that may be Senator Morse of Oregon. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, no, but in this particular case, it's a typewriter, so it does sound very much... Uh, Pat again? Well, there are, I know there are some keys. Well, you do? Can you name one? Well, I know there are. <laughs> well, if there... All right, I've lost the combination uh, <laughs> insofar as my card is concerned. All right, uh, that's a typewriter, and uh, so uh, uh, you might think in terms of uh, names of uh, different manufacturers of typewriters. David? Well, name a couple, or a royal, I think that's one. There's, well, there's Royal, Remington, Smith, Corona. Uh, well, no. eventually oh, Underwood. Thanks. Yeah, well, I'll uh, uh, pick a number from one to ten. Joel? Well, Smith and I, uh, if there's Smith Corona, then it'll be Senator Smith of Maine. Senator Smith of Maine? That's right, Senator Margaret C. Smith of Maine. Very, very good, kids. And that's, uh, you remember, I told you that was plenty tough, but you got them all. While uh, Mr. E. Miller of New York was getting out his gardening equipment, he came across a supply of 2,4-D, and uh, it prompted him to ask this question. Just why is it that uh, 2,4-D will kill weeds and not his grass? David. Well, uh, 2,4-D kills plants by uh, causing the cambium tissue, which is the tissue between the pith and the uh, skin or the outer part, to grow too thick and, and roots to come out of it. And it clogs up the food channels, and that only happens in uh, dicotyledons, which are weeds, uh, seeds that have two seed leaves. And they, uh, they have cambium, and uh, grass and plants and grains are monocotyledons, which only have one seed leaf and uh, have no cambium. So uh, it, it can't clog up their food tissues. It, can it only certainly can't. That's wonderful, David. That's wonderful. certainly is. <laughs> 
And now, uh, here's Bob Murphy to ask uh, this next question. Thanks, Joe. Friends, I'm wondering how many of you have never tried Alka-Seltzer for headache relief. Well, the next time you have a headache, just drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water. Watch it into a glass of water. Watch it bubble up and dissolve. Then, drink it. You'll be amazed and delighted at how quickly this glass of sparkling Alka-Seltzer can bring relief from the pain and distress of your headache. It's not like taking medicine at all. It's so pleasant to take, so gentle and soothing, yet so fast in relieving the pain that you'll be delighted because your headache will be relieved almost before you know it. So if you are one of the few people who have never taken Alka-Seltzer for headaches, the next time you have one, all we ask you to do is try it. Alka-Seltzer will do the rest. Remember, if you're not satisfied, your money will be refunded. Ask your druggist for Alka-Seltzer and try it for fast, effective headache relief. We know that once you have tried it, you'll never be without it in your home. Because there's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer. Well, kids, this question from Ricky Stilwell of Evanston, Illinois, combines numbers with kinds of transportation. Can you tell anything significant about a railroad locomotive called Old Number 999? Richard? I believe that uh, engine set the speed record uh, in, uh, wasn't it 19... No. I don't know when it was. We're pretty close I... on that uh, year, though. Pretty close. <laughs> More or less, I might say. <laughs> well, you're right on that score. It was the New York Central Locomotive. Yeah, I believe it set the speed record of... Uh, how fast did it go? About 118 miles per hour. <laughs> well, no, it went over 100, though. <laughs> yeah, over 100. That's right. Near Batavia, New York, on May 11, 1893. Yeah. Neither one of us were there at the time. You know that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. All right. Neither but of us were. The... were it was you. Uh, now, Richard, well... <laughs> Can you, can you tell anything significant about an automobile with the license number 313? Richard. I believe that's Donald Duck's license number. That's just whose it is. Yes, sir. Donald Duck's car. Walt Disney car, too. Well, here's an old-fashioned spelling question from Mrs. B. Rogers of Los Angeles, California. But she has gone through the newspapers and selected the hardest words she could find to try to stump you quiz kids. Her first one is aeronautics. Richard's hand was first. A-E-R-O-N-A-U-T-I-C-S. How do you like that? Eight years old. Oh, well, say, you certainly got that one, Richard. Now then, kids, uh, spell the capital of Madagascar. Patrick. Well, the name of it is Tanana Reeves. So? So, uh, it'll begin with a T. Naturally. T-A, just making a blind stab, N-A, uh, N-A-R-I-E-V-E. No. That's incorrect. David? Uh, well, there's two names for that. Uh, the other's Antonana Revo, and I know how to spell that one. All right. It's A-N-T-A-N-A-R-I-V-O. That's one of them. And Tanana Revo, I think it's... Will you spell the one I have on my card uh, here, uh, David? Uh, I didn't know which one you had in your card. I have uh, 
Tanana Reeves. T-A-N... Uh, T-A-N-N-A-R-I-V-E. No, that's uh, too many N's in there. Naomi? Well, uh, Tanana Reeves. T-A-N-A-N-A-R-E-H-V. Oh, <laughs> Joel? Uh, well, capital N, A... Uh, what? Now, wait a minute. It starts out with T. Oh, oh I mean capital All right. T. All right. A... N-A-N-A-R-E-E-V-E. No. <laughs> David? Capital T-A-N-A-N-A-R-I-V-E. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> now listen carefully to this question from Bernice McWilliams of Bosworth, Missouri. Suppose that a famous writer were a farmer and specialized in a product that rhymed with his last name. I'm going to give you the writer's first name and a variety of his product, and you kids are to answer with the writer's last name, which rhymes with his kind of crop. For instance, if I gave you Thomas's alfalfa, you might answer Gray's hay. You get the idea? All right, I'll try this one. John's Bermudas. David. Well, Bermudas are onions. So? I guess it's... Well, I don't know what his name would be. All right, uh, Pat. That's Bunions. Bunions, Onions, Bunions. that's right, uh-huh. And uh, now then, tell what this writer raised. Charles Plymouth Rocks. Charles Plymouth Rocks. Naomi. Well, uh, Plymouth Rocks are a type of hen. Well, that's right, but we're, uh, now remember, I gave you the first name of this writer, Charles. All right, David. Chicken, so it would be Dickens' chicken. Dickens' chickens, that's right. <laughs> and now then... It's time for the exciting news I promised you earlier this afternoon. The announcement of the winners in the 1949 Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest. This is the fourth annual contest of its kind to be conducted by the Quiz Kids program and our sponsor, the Miles Laboratories. Its aim is to bring recognition to all the fine men and women of the teaching profession in our great country. And the cash awards offered by our sponsor to the winning teachers in our contest provide a wonderful opportunity for advanced study. And now, to learn the name of the teacher who has been selected as the best teacher of 1949, we call on the chairman of the scholarship committee, Dr. Paul A. Whitty, professor of education at Northwestern University. Dr. Whitty will speak from New York. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. I should like to say that the Scholarship Committee, which includes Dr. Willard Olson, Professor of Education at the University of Michigan, and the Reverend Dr. Philip S. Moore, Dean of the Graduate School of Notre Dame University, had the generous assistance of educators from every part of the country in making their final decision. Still, that decision was a very difficult one to make because so many letters sent in by pupils nominating their favorite teachers for this great honor, were of excellent quality. After reading these thousands upon thousands of genuine and sincere tributes to the many really superior teachers throughout America, one recognizes anew the importance of good teaching and the significance of excellent teachers in the welfare and the development of our nation. In the Best Teacher Contest this year, I am happy to say that we have winners from every state in the Union. The nominee who will receive the scholarship award of $2,500 for advanced study, the teacher who has been selected as the most outstanding teacher of 1949, is Miss Phyllis Haig 
an English teacher in the Burdick Vocational High School, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Dr. Witte, and congratulations, Miss Phyllis Haig. And now I know all you folks would like to meet the student who wrote the winning letter nominating Miss Haig. Happiness Tours brought her to Chicago, and she's been spending a few days seeing the sights. And here she is, a 16-year-old girl, a junior in the Burdick Vocational High School, Washington, D.C., Phyllis Lee Steinberg. Well, congratulations are in order for you, too, Phyllis, and we're mighty happy to have you in school here this afternoon. Uh, we have your prizes all ready to present to you, but first, uh, don't you want to tell us how it feels to be a winner? Well, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm so happy over the whole thing, but it really feels wonderful, and of course, I never did win anything before, and I was so happy when I heard about the happiness tours. My mother and I haven't traveled very far, and it really is wonderful to... We, we'd like to get a chance to see the country, not only our country, but the other ones. And it, it's really wonderful. We were so happy over that, and, and not only was I happy for myself, but for my teacher and for the school and everything. Well, fine, uh-huh. Well, that uh, was certainly a wonderful letter you wrote about Miss Haig. Is she really as good as you said she was? Oh, uh, definitely. Phyllis, uh, I mean, uh, what is there about her that made you think she deserved to be the best teacher of 1949? Well, she, she's so helpful, and she's so confident in her students. Uh, at times, she's more confident in us than we are in ourselves. And uh, she's so willing to help. And you can see when she's in the classroom that she just enjoys her subject so much. And I think when a person is happy in their profession, why, uh, there's just no limits to how happy they can be. And, and she really transfers her knowledge that she has had the opportunity to acquire to other people who haven't the opportunity. And she can laugh with us and joke with us. And she doesn't think a mistake is a crime, but she enjoys teaching. And, and that's one wonderful thing about a teacher. Well, fine. Well, I, I think that tells us why things turned out as they did. And now, Phyllis, on behalf of our sponsor, the Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, it's my pleasure to present to you, as first prize winner among the students, this $1,000 United States security bond. Now, you also win this beautiful Schwinn bicycle, which the quiz kids have been eyeing with so much appreciation. Oh, and here is the letter which entitles you and your mother to miles and miles of travel and adventure next June when school is out. Yes, we know you'll have a wonderful time on the Three Nations Happiness Tour of Canada, the West Coast, and Mexico, conducted by the Happiness Tours Travel Agency of Chicago. Thank so you again, so again, congratulations, much. Phyllis Steinberg. Thank you so much, Mr. Keller. And now our sponsor is happy to announce that our two second place awards of $1,000 each go to Miss Josephine Williams, a first grade teacher in the Clinton Avenue School, New Haven, Connecticut. And Miss Pauline V. Powers, teacher of blind students in the Cheney School, Youngstown, Ohio. For nominating Miss Williams, little seven-year-old Jane Lundy receives our second place award of, 500, of a $500 bond and a streamlined Schwinn bicycle. And for writing his letter nominating Miss Powers, 16-year-old Alex Chavez 
also wins a $500 bond, and because he is a blind student, a tandem Schwinn bicycle. Now, in addition to the three teachers who won cash awards, the scholarship committee wishes to honor with special recognition five teachers for outstanding excellence. They are Mr. Arthur Carrot, Glastonbury High School, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Sister Gertrude Leonore, West Philadelphia Catholic Girls High School, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Miss Evelyn McClure, North High School, Worcester, Massachusetts. Mrs. J.O. Salyers, formerly of Lothair School, Lothair, Kentucky, now teaching in Louisville. And Miss Ruth Bodenham, McDuffie School, Oxford, Ohio. Now, altogether, we had 553 winning students out of the many thousands who sent in letters on the subject, the teacher who has helped me most. All top 23 winning students will receive streamlined Schwinn bicycles, just like the one presented to Phyllis Steinberg a few minutes ago, and the next 30 winning students will each receive an attractive 17 Jewel Whitnor watch made and guaranteed by the Longines Whitnor Watch Company. 500 more youngsters will receive certificates of honor, and all winners will be presented with honorary Quiz Kids pins. And, Joe, what about those special local broadcasts all over the country? Well, that's exactly what they are, Bob. Special NBC stations in every locality have received the prizes to be awarded, and they are arranging special broadcasts to honor the winning students of their communities. So congratulations, winners, and our thanks to all you students who participated in this year's Best Teacher Contest. Your help makes it possible for us to select and honor these deserving teachers. Well, now we have some winners of our own to announce. Winners of today's Quiz Kids competitive question session. The judges say that our class as a whole missed... Uh, well, you didn't miss any questions. Patrick was first. Joel and David tied for second. And Richard was third. So you four win a return visit to school next week. And all five of you will receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. We'll have a brand new quiz kid next week to compete with you. Yes, sir. David Drummond, age 14, to compete with our board of young experts next Sunday. And as our very special guest, we'll have the winning teacher of this year's Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, Miss Phyllis Haig, right here in school with us. Miss Haig will arrive in Chicago tomorrow, be entertained during the week, appear here on our program next Sunday to receive her $2,500 Best Teacher Award, then fly... Delta Airlines to Miami Beach for the whole week of just wonderful loafing. Now, you'll want to meet this year's most outstanding teacher, so plan to be on hand when we call roll here in school next Sunday, won't you? Until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Listen to the Quiz Kids every week and listen to Alka Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. Now, here is a brief word. <laughs>